Blog Talk Radio. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk there. Shout out to Sean Black 
down there in Southern California, as well as the the uh, people at Santino Brothers, uh, Knox Pro, uh, West Covina Wrestling, MPW, UEW, uh, Jesse Hernandez, EWF, the OCW, BVW in Vegas. Uh, they ran a show this past weekend for the Ability First, and this is uh, they they held developmentally challenged uh, people down in the Southern California area. Uh, I would like to put these guys over. They did a very good job. This show drew $3,450, and it looks like they're going to be back again in October. So uh, you can follow Amped Up Wrestling on Facebook or hit up Sean Black uh, personally on Facebook. Uh, you know, man, throw a compliment. You know, the brother went out of his way to promote this show. Uh, he booked it. He got, you know, everybody there. He got, you know, the ring and all that. Um, everybody worked for free, and, you know, they all kicked ass and raised some money for a good cause. So you got to put put people over when they when they need to be put over, not just for you know having the quote unquote five star match. But let's uh, let's uh, let's get into probably a regret uh, a regretful segment. I think I like to welcome to the show um, the man that's way hotter than I am, Frisco Flame. How you doing, Flame? Uh, doing pretty well. How you doing, man? I'm cooking, bro. I'm cooking. It is hot as hell here in Cali. We are burning. I know. I love that though. Like I, I miss that weather so much. Oh man, wait, wait, you like that hot, hot, dry shit down there in Texas, man? That's just insane. See, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of dry. You gotta understand. I'm half island person, half swamp person. So, you know, oh, heat and humidity are my friend. Tremendous, tremendous. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, it was easier to get you booked than than your. Than the man that you work for, uh, Brian Zane. He's just too freaking busy for me. I'm, I'm lucky to get a handshake at a show, but thanks for coming on. It was my pleasure having you on. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff, but you know, I, I I watched footage of your you in the ring on the mic doing your thing, and I can't figure it out. Who are your influences? Well, I mean, uh, obviously, you know. Uh, I rip, I rip off, uh, I rip off Adrian Street. So, I, so uh, Rico it has to be an automatic influence there as well with Adrian Street. You, you've got to love some of that Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair stuff, but I'm not even close to their level. Uh, you know, I, I do love some of the mid, some of the more mid card guys of our time, like, uh, like D'Lo, love D'Lo, uh, modest. I'm thankful to count among one of my trainers. Wait, did you say modest? Yeah, I heard that right. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes, my man, my man crush, Mike Modest. Really, surprising. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 wow. Were you at Iron, or were you, or was it for FSW, or? It was. It was a different story. It kind of basically, uh, we became friends because. Uh, because I could take it, <laughs> we became friends because I could uh, get my ass beat and not complain about it <laughs> at uh, shows. He saw that and he decided, that, and he decided, oh, you know, let me take uh, take me under his wing in a way. Well, you know, you took the, the the right man would put you under his wing, and that's not just you know me slobbing. It's just you know he's my boy, and once I saw him in that garage in '97, I was like, damn, you know that was some magic, and. Um, yeah, but, but I did mention 97, so I'm going to throw in a quick plug. On July 18th, we're going to be honoring the late, great Crash Holly, uh, Mike Lockwood, Leprechaun, Aaron O'Grady, whatever you want to call him. We're going to do a special show with uh, 
old friends of his just calling in and sharing stories about Mike, who was a very special performer. And if you notice the date, July 18th, that would be 22 years from the day that he had the false count anywhere match with Vic Grimes, the car shot heard around the world. If you're an indie tape head, you would understand it. That was the match that put those guys on the map and got them their tryout and then so on and so forth. But we're, we're not here to talk about uh, Mike and Vic. We're here to talk to you, Flame. Uh, how did you get hooked up with uh, Brian Zane? Oh, um, uh, funny enough, uh, with Brian Zane, uh, it was a thing of uh, it was it was a thing of uh, we actually both lived it together for for a bit, or at least we lived with the same person for a bit. Mm-hmm. Like that's how, that's how we met because uh, he knew Biggs from the Oregon territory. Uh, I had just recently gotten a job in Reno, so Biggs had me. So uh, Biggs gave me a place to stay when I was up there, and yeah, it was. It, uh, it was a blast. It was fun. Due to trip, and I, I enjoy his work, uh, both you know, be, you know, on camera and you know, in the ring. He, he's cool, dude. You know, he, he always. I, I'm just screwing around. He always gives me the time of day. Always a handshake and whatever. How's it going? And all that. And you know, I give him shit about being the Reno Scums driver. But you know, <clears throat> you got to get booked somehow. But yeah, he's a good kid, and and I know that. It was a special thing for him to work in the Cow Palace last year. It was a special thing for me to be sitting in the crowd to see an APW at the, at the Cow Palace uh, show. Um, how did Brian react when he found out that he was going to work the world-famous Cow Palace? Um, as far as I know, he absolutely, he absolutely loves that. I mean, it's a legendary venue, and that's, you know, I'm not even, uh, I'm not even a, uh, being, uh, I'm not, uh, what's the word? It's like, I'm not even exaggerating when I say world famous. I mean, that mm-hmm. was California wrestling back in the day, back in the territory days. Yeah, it was. Amazing building, and I don't know if it's going to go away, but the problem is the rent's too much. That's the issue. But <laughs> we'll see. They, you know, you know, honestly, management with the building was not happy with, with the New Japan way they went about business because they don't announce cards ahead of time and that's the American way and it kind of let down the, the management but they've been angling to get an AEW show there so you never know uh, well you were at Double or Nothing uh, we saw all kinds of pictures of you you know in the crowd and, and at StarCast and, and doing your thing um, I was not there I watched the show on you know on pay-per-view how was the show live Live was amazing. Like seeing that show live, it's really hard to compare it to pretty much anything because I mean we were watching something brand new, something that hadn't even been something that hadn't even been attempted in decades, or not mm-hmm. decades, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Any kind of something ECW. that hasn't been attempted. Yeah, before so that, that it was been... it was Triple A in L A. So you know, before that, I mean, even then, it's like it's just watching having someone, you know, take on the big boys, wasn't something we had for a long time. Tell me, Flame, in your gut, in your gut, is this going to work? In my gut, it has, it has all the ability to work. 
not saying it will, but there's no reason that it couldn't work other than somebody doing something super stupid. <laughs> Unless somebody like like it can any anything can be anything can be messed up pretty bad. Mm. I don't know. I'm thinking that Tony Khan would have to go to prison. Other than that, it's going to be really hard to mess this one up. Just because I mean, people hey, that are, we, that we are running things. Don't even bring up Jack. Oh, don't even bring up Mr. Black. That, that was a, I mean, that, it was uh, ahead of its time and thing completely different. And yes, I do love White Trash Johnny Webb. I still love him. And he's still a cool dude. I still talk to him this day. He's freaking awesome. But XPW is a different animal. Um, I can't wait for the TV. The TV is going to be fun stuff just to, just to see what direction they're going to go. And from what I from the scuttlebutt is that they're going to kind of go away from the the being elite and the you know the uh, the uh, on the internet stuff. They're going to try to do more of a um, straightforward type of TV. Um, I kind of hope that it's still got an edge to it, but we'll see. I mean, these are some of the most creative people in the world. I mean, the, the, and it's not. I'm not just tooting the horns. I'm this is it, it's in in living color on TV. And the, you know the the cast of characters that they that they're bringing in, you know from the the ladies to to um, the 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 Chinese uh, O W E who are you know trained by some of the most amazing talents in the world. Yeah, I mean their their lineage goes back to you know Tori Yuman, you know and you know and not to mention the independent talent that they've signed and the the people that have left New York and you know the uh, there's a bunch of different stuff and the thing is it's diverse. And that that's what's amazing is it's diverse. And that's what's missing from WWE. It's all cut and paste and, and everybody's pretty much the same. Um, who are you looking forward to seeing on that TV show personally? Uh, on that TV show, let's see, of, of their cast, like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Sammy Guevara. Sammy, Sammy's a friend, so, <laughs> so, obvi- so obviously... Uh, I'm a little biased when it comes to that. Come on, bro. We, um, we all got friends on that in that company, so yeah, it is what it is. I've got, I've got so I've, I've got so many friends in that company. Um, you know, with as over as Leva was back at, uh, back when she had her time in NXT, mm-hmm. I am a very I am very much looking forward to. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what she does being given that chance. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting just to see how they put everything together and not try to hot shot and you know the thing is you don't they don't need to compete with WWE they just need to get good numbers it's not about competing with WWE that's not what it's about so being a true alternative being on your own that's what killed uh, NWA TNA back in the day there I liked the ten dollar a week pay per view idea. I liked it, and they had the X Division people, you know, these new faces that a lot of people didn't see, and it was cool. The first six months was pretty, pretty cool for that, but then, you know, it yeah. went to I shit. had a black they box back to... in the day, so. I did, too. 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 I know that watched TNA back then did not pay for it. Yes. Hey, I you mean... know what? Statute of limitations have expired, so we're we're good. <laughs> Those things were the best, weren't they? <laughs> they were. Man, I had one great. as a kid. 
Oh, man. I can't remember the last pay-per-view I actually paid for. Ah, oh, whatever. Well, <clears throat> so now you're 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 recovering from an injury and you're, you're getting yourself into shape and, and you know and uh, you know kind of working off the rust. Um, what do you want to do when you come back? What what are your goals? What do you want to you want to work for Sabotage there in Texas? Do you want to come back out west and you know come out and do stuff here? What, what are you looking at doing when you come back? Um, when I when I come back, I mean that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Had a uh, message come in on my phone because I didn't put it on silence. Sure. But um, when I when I come back, I just is like I want to go out there because uh, I've been doing this off and on for like about ten years, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until like the last two years when I started getting back to being serious about it again because basically like I'm gonna sound petty for this, but it's true. I've I got tired of seeing people I know and some people that I was better than get signed. Again, mm-hmm. that sounds super petty, but it's the absolute it's the absolute truth. And hey, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> and and I, and I want to and I want to meet that potential I know I have. You know, do it for yourself, brother. Okay, that that's something right. I learned exactly. a long time ago. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for you. You know, that's the only person that you need to please is yourself. When you're trying to please other people, you're never going to do it. And go out and have fun. Have fun. That, you know, the indies I go to, you know, I mean, whether it's a big APW card or, you know, it's East Bay Pro in this little Pacheco gym or Gold Rush or whatever, everybody's out having fun. They don't take themselves too damn seriously. I mean, you know, they're in the ring, they're they're doing their thing, they're serious then. But they're outside the ring, they're selling merch, they're talking to people, and they're having a good time. You know, that's when you stop doing that and when you stop having fun, then it's time to walk. No, you're absolute you're absolutely right. Like I couldn't have said it better myself. Like we need to be out there having fun. That's that's why we're in this business. We're in this business because we like it. At least as far mm-hmm. as I can tell. Times are different. It's not like, you know, guys have washed out of the NFL, you know, they blew their knees and they have nothing else to do. It's different. Now, people breaking in, they're all fans. You know, they were all Monday Night War fans, or even after that. You know, it, it's a completely different uh, different animal. And, you know, that's cool. Um, back in my day, we had to wait for a tape to arrive. Now you got fucking YouTube. And it's... Oh, kids nowadays oh, yeah, don't understand sure. how how good they got it. Yeah, like I was never, I was never big on tape trading. Like I'll be completely frank there. Well, that's how we got, that's how we got our indies and you know stuff from Mexico and Japan and you know, but you know, it, it, times change and now it's easier for people to you know, I mean, even watching the network, even you know, you can watch Mid South and you, know, you can watch JYD, you know, rock a crowd, you know, and you can literally steal from him and. I mean, my next guest is a perfect example, uh, Jerry Gigolo, or Kakameng, whatever you want, whichever gimmick he's working. You know, he's he's literally a cut and paste wrestler. He cuts from everybody and pastes it together. Hey, he admits it, and that that's fine. And it, but it works. He's over, and hey, it's all good. Yeah, you know, we all can't be, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan. So. 
Yeah, I, I am looking forward to hearing Jerry Jiggle. Like, like I'm completely not serious when I say this, but it's like, <laughs> it's like I left that territory and he basically filled my spot. <laughs> well, I well, have like, a special relationship with him, so. <laughs> like, like, like I, I need both of us on a show at some point. I need, I need somebody to book he, him versus me. And he knows I want that match. All right. Well, you know what? Scott Brigante, West Coast Pro Wrestling, South San Francisco. I am calling you out. You need to book <laughs> the Frisco Flame against Jerry Gigolo. Let's do it. Book it. Book it. Book it. If need be, I'll pick up a, a flame from the uh, from the Amtrak uh, station, and I'll get him to the venue. That's about as close as I can go. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not driving any farther. But I'm calling you out, Scott. Let's get it booked. That would be a hell of a match. And Scott does listen to his fans, though. So um, we'll see. I, I will talk to Scott after we get off the show. I think that uh, West Coast Pro is the is the one company in this in this area that would book the match seriously, and uh, I, I think it would work. Uh, I will do that just just to see you and Jerry do your thing, and um, I think it would be fun times for everybody. So, um, you, okay, let's let's swing back around. You, you you mentioned Adrian Street. Now, those that are knowledgeable wrestling fans that, that know, you know what what was going on, he was extremely effeminate, but he would tie you into knots and he'd literally beat the hell out of you. Um, what what made you kind of gravitate to him? I, and I know uh, the music kind of helped. So, oh. For sure, but like uh, with the with the Frisco Flame character, I was I was using I was using that character for a while. I actually I tried to retire. I tried to. Oh man, if you ever bring up the the God of Rock, Chris James, that is a that is a dark time of my life. That that was a. It was such a it was such a, not well done, not good, bad, <laughs> bad character. I I I tried to. I tried to make work. I really did. It was it was not a good idea, and I don't know why I ever convinced myself it was. Mm-mm. Now, effeminate or LGBTQ? I trip over the two every time. Whether that's an effeminate or LGBTQ uh, character, it's more accepted. Especially here in the city, and in Northern California, uh, we have Wrestling for Charity. We have actually coming up on Thursday. They have a show. We have an evening gown match with Rick Luxury taking on Jerry Gigolo. Uh, I will say Rick Luxury best match uh, best match I've ever had. I can tell you my top two matches right now, and Rick Luxury is absolutely one of them. Hey, you know what? He's a fucking machine, and he, he's a machine. He is, and I hear he's doing training now, and that's where he needs to be is showing people what he knows. You know, one of his kids was on Raw last night, and you, you pointed that out. Um, can you believe she's only been in the business less than 30 days? Can you believe uh, was Mia? Was that the one who was not Lisa Lace? <laughs> that's right. Mia has been in the business less than 30 days. Amazing. <sighs> it. it it is amazing, but like I said, you know, 
Jerry is absolutely the kind of person that uh, sorry not Jerry um, Rick is absolutely the kind of person who can take somebody like that and make them into something I mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not shocked that she's able that she has her ability after learning from him again mm-hmm. I will never not put him over he's he's an outstanding talent and that's a you know and and you know I give Rick so much shit. I give him so much shit at shows, and he loves it. He loves the "Hey Rick, you suck" chance. He gets off on it, and he thanks me after every show. He's like, "Yeah, hey, yep, that's it. You, you, you know, you, you put the plug in, and I just go. I'm like, hey, you know what? We have a symbiotic relationship. If I'm not loud, you don't, you don't bring out the best in yourself. And it is what it is. And he loves being that heel, and it's, it's just a, an amazing, uh, amazing thing to watch. And you mentioned one of two. Was the other one? Uh, Le- uh, Lisa Lace, uh, Maria Munoz. Really? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. You're talking about my one, one of my two best matches. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, my my mistake. Yeah. No, the other one was a Chupi, a Chupacabra. I thought you meant like one of the two girls who was on Raw. Like, oh no no no. <laughs> uh, again, again, another one who you cannot have a bad match with. You can't, you can't have a bad match with you. Can't. No, oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. No, you know what? Yeah. Uh, you, the, you'd, have to try, the, you'd have to try. The hundred matches or so I've hard. seen with Chupi have not been bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You'd have to try to have a hard, uh, bad match with Chupi. Exactly. And, and it's, I, it's a shame that he's hanging him up, though. Now, see that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, he's in his retirement year. It's time to go home and be with the kids. They're they're getting older. So now, you know, it's time. So, yeah, he had a see, few months ago he had a match with Boyce for Gold Rush, and he's just going out and doing, you know, the retirement thing and just wrestling against who he wants to and, you know, who he hasn't wrestled he will he will be doing. But, yeah, he's, he's hanging him up. And, you know, I love him too. He's a good dude. You know, he, he and he's, you know, he's helped training guys, you know, up in Reno with Scum and Steve and, and all those guys up there. Um, so you're currently in Texas, right? Yes. Okay. And so, what made you decide to, you know, get up and, and move to Texas? Was it was it the barbecue? Was it, you know, all, all these hot, you know, booming wrestling companies? Uh, no, I was actually out here doing acting. That's why I took like a, that's why I took like a five year hiatus or so. Was I was out here doing stunt work and acting. Nothing, oh, n- n- nothing super major. Um, the big one that I could definitely like mention is uh, the leftovers. Hell of a show. Shitty Which, ending. Hell of a show. N- never watched the show. Really? Have, <laughs> I'm on it, and I have no idea. I don't know anything about that show. Well, okay. I, I, just, I, 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 I know they paid me well. That's all I know. <laughs> and I had to get and I and I had to get tackled. Into, I had to get tackled into a dumpster. And Liv Tyler is one of the most gorgeous women I have ever met. <laughs> she is. She is smoking hot. Definitely. Well, Definitely. you don't even get it until you're in person with her, because like I've seen her on TV and I've never thought anything of it. But at, on the show, like when she was on set, like everybody lost their shit because she had this aura about her. Maybe it was a giant china light hanging above her that was like making her 
have this glowy aura, but it's like she might actually be part elf. It was great. I think I see her. I think of her in her little schoolgirl dress in Empire Records. Oh, oh, see, I thought you were talking. Oh, I, I thought you were going to mention. I thought you were going to mention uh, the music video "Crying." No, no, no. Empire Records. Or crazy. Empire Records. Rex Manning Day. Good movie. Every day is Rex Manning Day for me. It's a hell of a film. I haven't seen it for a while. It's on the list. I actually have a film list that I'm showing my 19-year-old son, and that's on it. And he's he's kind of weird because I won't tell him what's in the Blu-ray player. Like, guy, sit down. We're gonna spend two hours going to watch a movie. I'm not telling you what it is, but it's in the Blu-ray player. And he just <laughs> he just has trust issues with me. I'm like, dude, come on, man. It's not like I'm gonna put on a straight porn film for you. I'm not gonna do that to you. That would be torture. I, I'm like, you know, there there are films that he needs to see, like Chasing Amy, which is a great great underrated film. Um, you know, also you know we watched Fifty Four few weeks ago, and, and that is a stand-up performance from Mike Myers, completely opposite of of, uh, of, of Wayne's World, just a phenomenal film. Um, so you, you, you were talking about acting and doing stunt work. Um, is it that just stuff was filming out there, or, you know, or yeah, are things yeah, kind of dry up out here? Uh, things were filming in Texas. They had really good. Uh, they had really good tax incentives for a while. They got rid of those tax incentives a few years ago, so things started moving to Louisiana, Georgia, New Mexico. Um, the uh, I was cast in a film based on a convention performance I did here. So I was cast in a, a little indie film called Laser Team. Went out, did my thing. That was fun. And then uh, the guy out here was like, "Hey, you move out here, I can get you work." And I'm like, "Okay, you know what? Fine, I'll go." Uh, I wasn't doing much in Nevada. So, I did it. So when uh, when you're when you're into ring shape, um, are you booked? Do you have any bookings coming up? Uh, I do have one that I don't know that I can say yet because it's at the end of this month, and uh, and I don't know that I've been announced yet. But I mean, I've already got my flight and everything, so I'll be there. But I can't say where. I will. I will say it is in the bay. Damn it, you're not going to be in Texas. So it won't be Thunder Rosa kicking your ass. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mel, Mel's good people. I, 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 like, oh, I like Mel and Brian. They're followed her since she broke in, bro. Don't, you're preaching to the choir there, bro. She's, she's, a, she's a sweetheart, too. Her and, her, her and Brian are great people, too. But, yeah, she always always gives me the time of day, and she's she really loves her fans. And I'm glad that she's getting everything that she, she deserves. Um, now you you being a fan, um, what ladies out there do you do you just see on the horizon that that are gonna be that are gonna be uh, blowing up? You know the next Sh- Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, ladies, I ladies that I see that are gonna be blowing up. Um, let's see. Okay, that'll be blowing up up and comers. There's a really hardworking girl out here in Texas named. Uh, Alabama, you can guess what her gimmick is. She's mm-hmm. out there putting in. She's out there putting in the footwork. Uh, there's another one out here, Alex Gracia, who is. Uh, she's going around. She's gone to Japan so far. She did a little tour with Stardom. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a great time. It was. It looked like it was a great time for her. 
Uh, let's see. There's there's some again. There's there's too much good. There's too much really good talent out here. Um, let's see if I if I look. I'm trying to I'm trying to look east. I'm trying to look eastward real quick. Um, there's a uh, I'm trying to think of what her name is. Like I know her real name. I'm trying to think of what her actual like. It's something Lennox, but out of Monster Factory, and she has a good look about her. And she's you know she's with Danny Cage. She's trained right. She's with she's trained yeah she's trained with Danny Cage. Absolutely a worthwhile a worthwhile talent to look at. God, I feel so bad that I'm blanking on what her ring name is. Uh, will, you, will you give me give me a moment here? I'm going to use my amazing little speakerphone device. And, yeah, I'm I'm sticking her in my Google machine. Lena Come Lennox on. is her. There you go. I knew it was something super over I know it's tough when you have 2,400 Facebook friends. <laughs> it's tough to remember everybody. You know, people are like, hey, can you watch my match? Okay, just give me a link. <laughs> Don't make me look. Yeah. I'm too old for that shit. I'm done. For I did my sure. fast rewinding days. So, how's the body? How how you coming along physically? Uh, physically, like, probably later this year, I'm likely going to need surgery on my shoulders. Like, I injured my shoulders in a really stupid way a few years back. <laughs> and not a few years back, like, a year and a half ago. Again, I, I feel dumb that it's even a thing. <laughs> but uh, I did it. I was showing someone how to do a drop down. I like tore both shoulders at the same time. It Ow. was right. Damn it! I mean, it, it was uh, ju- I, it, it was just dumb. Well, you know, it's it's always the small things. It's always a small thing that that injuries you know happen. But, you know, on a better note, let's get out plugs for your website so so maybe you could sell a couple shirts or, you know, I mean, all 15 of my listeners may buy a shirt, maybe. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to beat you to that. I'm going to throw the plug out for you. I have a tiny <laughs> URL here, tinyurl.com backslash Frisco Flame. That will bring you to Flame's merchandise page, and from there you can get to his main page. Um I figured I'd make it easy for you, and by all means, abuse the hell out of that. TinyURL.com backslash Frisco Flame. Um, I like to do that for my guests. That way, it's a little way of me giving back to you for coming on to the show. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, things come together as far physically and, you know, and, and um, professionally and, and bookings and whatnot. And, you know, hopefully we can get you out here to uh, to get down with my man Jerry. Oh yeah, no. Like I said, that would that would be a great time. Uh, I'd love it, and uh, I would like to say that this month, all of my pro- shirts in my Pride collection on my website, 100% of the profits are going to the Trevor Project, which provides crisis intervention for LGBTQ youth. Um, I'm touching none of that money. Tremendous, tremendous. You know what? It 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 it's a small thing. You know, it's just a T-shirt sale, but to the people that we're we're helping, it means a lot more. You know, it's uh, you know, I'm about charity. I'm about giving back. I don't do this for money. I barely scrape by. I actually lose money doing this. I do it for the fun of the game. I do it, you know, so people can have a voice heard. You know, so um, you know, people can you know get a booking here, booking there, a t-shirt sale or whatever. But Flame, 
it was it was too short. I should have booked you for longer. I got Jerry beating on my door here. Um literally, actually he, he lives down the block, but um let's get out some uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram and uh MySpace and all those plugs. Um, sure. Uh, you can find me on you can find me on uh, Twitter as Frisco Flame. You can find me on Facebook as Art Felix Finch. I've got to really work on my Facebook page, Frisco Flame. Uh, you can find me on Twitter also as Art Felix Finch. If you're Russian, you can find me on VK as Art Felix Finch. And uh, let's plug that show, that YouTube show. Oh yeah, obvi- obviously. Brian, <laughs> uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wrestling with Regret. New videos every Thursday. We recently did a video that I'm super proud of with uh, Stephen Larson, whom I've, who are uh, Sacramento boys, and I've been fans of theirs for years. And uh, it was great to find it was great to finally have them in in a video with us and do something with them where it could be because, like I said, I've always been a fan. Like I I was I marked I had my mark out moment. With uh, with them. Tremendous, good interview, Flame. Thanks for coming on, my brother. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Peace. All righty, that was uh, the Frisco Flame. And before we patch in uh, the mayor of South San Francisco, once again, uh, let's plug uh, the Flames uh, merchandise page: tinyurl.com backslash Frisco Flame. 100% proceeds will go to the ch- his charity. I'm I'm sorry about that flame. I got that you know that bad head here, but it is going to charity. Also, uh, our our pride shirt that we're currently uh, that we're selling at Brown Butter is uh, Alternative Wrestling Radio is for everyone T-shirt. Uh, all proceeds are going to the San Francisco AIDS Foundation at www. SFAF.org. Um, we need to raise some money. I mean, this this disease has touched quite a few of our friends, families, members, and people that we know. Get that tinyurl.com backslash awrtee, and it's the uh, AWR is for everyone shirt. But now, I'd like to welcome to the show the he's not self-proclaimed man. This motherfucker was voted in. The mayor of South San Francisco. Oh, darling, the sensual, oh, darling, oh, darling, the sexual, yes. Jerry Gigolo. Yes. Oh, yes, darling. Yes, yes, yes. Go on, darling. You could tell. You could tell the audience more. All fifteen of them. They can hear more. They want to say the exquisite, the lavishing, the ravishing, the sensual. You know, the exotic, the erotic, the entertainer himself, the showman, as quoted by none other than Steve Carino, when I did my. Evolve tryout back in January of this past year. He said, you are a showman, and you wished me the best of luck. See, I am the mayor of South San Francisco for a reason, that man. There is a sparkle in my eye that catches every eye's attention, and everything everybody wants to see is right in front of their face, and that's Slam and Jam and Jerry Gigolo. And everyone knows, Matthew, darling, that I am not only a very charismatic young man, and a very well-spoken young man. But I am a hands-down hell of an entertainer, darling, that can be on anybody's show, opening match, end match, middle, intermission, don't matter what part. I will take those people's hearts, and I will have them sail away, darling, to a magical, mystical place. Yes. 
For those that are listening to the live stream, we will be taking calls for the rest of the show. Area code 323-417-6798. Those listening, a lot of people aren't. They're still catching the end of SmackDown. We do have some local talent up there in Sacramento doing uh, extra stuff. So. Talking about that SmackDown, I really love SmackDown, especially on Friday nights when it's Jerry's party, tantric party events here at Casa de Jerry, and you can be invited, invite only, but it's a SmackDown on your rock bottom like you'll never have before, darling. My previous guest, the Frisco Flame, has has asked to get a match booked with you. I've called out West Coast Pro Wrestling owner. Scott Brigante, we got to get this match booked. I'm going to talk to Lucian, Del- Lucian Delight. When I get off this, this this podcast, we're going to get the match booked. We have to do it. It has to be, and it has to come to pass. You know, who says, who says that me and the Frisco have to even, you know, put hands on each other? I want to put hands with him on other people. He is such a great, great charismatic uh, humanitarian, not just a wrestler, darling. Far, far from that. He is a wonderful man. He is a wonderful person. He stands up for what is right. And that is something that few and far in between do not do any day, anytime soon anymore. And unfortunately, though, he is quite, quite the way. And it would be nice to see him regularly all over the San Francisco town, whereas I will be visiting tonight. So anybody out in San Francisco, come visit me. I'm going to be hanging out at the Moby Dick Bar tonight. Show tunes. Mail bottom. Margaritas. So what are you doing Thursday? I will be doing the same thing that I will be doing tonight, darling. On Thursday night, although I will be shaking my rump rump in front of the casual audience that comes to the El Toro nightclub for the Wrestling for Charity event hosted by Pollo del Mar. Beautiful Pollo. My My favorite person in the whole wide world is Pollo del Mar. She is quite a lavishing and very exquisite humanitarian as well. And uh, this Thursday, there'll be no different. What is it, 6-12, 6-13? 6-13 is Friday. I'm a day off, darling. It doesn't matter. Every day is summertime for me. Uh, Happy day, know. darling. That's what I call it. I call it Happy day. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I'm going through through your, your bio here, and, and you've had oh, matches with the who's who. Um, bio, yes. And I'm going through, looking at your your match results. You've 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 gotten down with with any uh, many number of people in, in and out of the ring, male, female, whatnot. Who was the, your favorite person to lay an ass whooping on? Not just you know getting the crowd to all riled up. I mean actually giving an ass whooping. Oh, darling, out of all the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful oiled men that I have come to uh, commence a lot of nastiness in a squirrel circle with ropes. Well, if you have to narrow it down, I'd probably say right now that the one that pops the mind of Jerry Gigolo, darling, is probably Scotty Ringer, probably. I I just feel that a a nice little Scotty Ringer, the jackpot, is quite a talent in NorCal, if you ask me, is a very uh, underutilized but very talented young man, maybe because he was also uh, a little, you know, influenced and uh, trained by yours truly, but, you know, he is quite the talent, but me and him, when we lock horns, we really like to lock horns. Um, I would also like to, to invite to the Ass Whooping Hall of Fame Club of Slam and Gem and Jerry's Ass Whooping Hall of, Hall of Fame Club, the, uh, in, what is his name, 
el no el chapo no el el cuñado no 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 el pistolero that's it oh that pinche maricón before you know the jetty gigolo gimmick came about you know i am a very very uh talented man that likes to wear many hats darling but uh you know i've i've partied with him in in different color gear if you want to know uh just one thing about julio is that he is he is definitely a swinger you know he likes to swing those fists and swing him and and definitely likes to you know kick some ass and uh yes julio darling if you are out there listening Amongst the 14 other people, I love you, darling. Mwah. You are beautiful. But, uh, honey, I love whipping everybody's ass in the ring. I don't, I don't take lightly. You know, Jerry Gigolo, he looks very... Well, what would you like to describe, Jerry? If you could put one word, when you see him out in the ring, Matt, as an audience member, as a fan, what one word could describe oh, the shit. character? You know what? Exactly. It's not Jeff Hardy's tripled shit. ass. You are the enigma. I think it's, oh, shit. You are the enigma. He's very, he's very enigmatic. Yes, yes. Very good answer. I like that. Yes. We'll take it. We'll An take enigma it. is a really good answer. And kids, look it up in the dictionary. I'm fucking lazy. Um, yes. Now, I, I, you, you have, you have wrestled in, you know, in the world-famous Cow Palace. You, you have... You have uh, wrestled in the the I've world famous wrestled, uh, gold mine, which is no longer with us. The world famous Bunny Ranch, Matt and Man. You have no idea where I've traveled, my friend. My favorite match has probably been in the back of the Cacamobile, uh Park all over the Bay Area. Beautiful sights all over, all over NorCal. But to be honest, one of my favorite wrestling matches I ever had was at the famous Bunny Ranch, uh, post post. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Uh, R.I.P. Hoff. Uh, Dennis Hoff is his name. Yeah. But uh, I I went there after he passed, and uh, let's just say, Matt, it was one of the most loudest nights of my professional life. Uh, she ended up paying me, Matt. That's how <laughs> good I am. So that's how so good I am. I, I was actually getting to a question, Jerry. You've you've wrestled oh, in a in the uh, uh, flea markets of San Jose. And then also in the San Francisco State Room, uh, South San Francisco I've State Room. Everywhere. What's the difference in the two types of crowds? That hardcore lucha crowd, as opposed to the uh, the quote unquote indie crowd. Well, you know, you you put apples and oranges in the same sentences, Matt. Uh, you said Cow Palace, and then you said San Jose Flea Markets. There's there's no comparison. There's no way you could put those two in the same sentence, but. I will tell you one thing, my good friend. One thing that you cannot take away from either of the crowd is the love that those people that do know what is going on in that ring is happening. They love it, and they come back each and every other month to those same flea markets, 100-degree weather, might I add, Mm -hmm. and they scream their heart out. They cheer their brains out. They fart their guts out. They love what they see, and it is because of us, the magicians, the, the candy makers, so to speak. We are the ones making this happen. We are the illusionists. We are the, the David Copperfields of the professional wrestling world. Why? Because we have the balls. Big balls. Like big, bulging, uh, tennis, grapefruit, nerf, you know, big balls. Okay? We have balls to go out there and put our bodies on the line. To do for what? 
for what? Cheap thrills, laughs, payouts, hot dogs, hamburgers, hand jumps, you know, crazy PMs, uh, tons of nudes. You know, we do this for the thrill and blood money, something, uh, T-shirt money. But, you know, we are what we are. And each crowd is the same. They love it. They love it, Matt. They, they are in love with it. They get in there and they want to be you. They want to be Jerry Gigolo. They want to be uh, the Dave Dutras. They want to be everybody that you see on, on, on that stage. You know, the Shotties. They, they have a passion for it. If they could do it, they would. But half the time, my good friend, they are not going to do it because they're going, oh, hell no. You guys are crazy. And we are. We really are. But we're safe crazy. Or at least I am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> safe crazy. Now, let's, let's talk about the homegirl. Uh, Lisa Lace, Monday Night Raw last night. Can you believe that? Yes, yes. I can. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I knew that she was going to be doing this uh, talent, you know, extra. For all the 15 people that are listening, uh, you know, um, she and I have a very, very, uh, very uh, communicative relationship. You know, she tells me a lot of things. I tell her many things of myself. And uh, we've had a really good you know, uh, repertoire as uh, as friends. And when I knew that she was going to be up there, I knew right away they weren't going to pass up an opportunity to use her because she is she is what she says she is. She is gold, you know, and a uh, heart of gold, as uh, as she always uh, posts uh, on her social media. So, you know, I, I'm very happy for her. And, um, you know, it would have happened a couple of years ago had she got her bottom line. So she's there, and I'm very happy for her. We did speak this morning, and it was... Uh, it was cool, you know, surreal. But I, I you know, I, uh, I'm very happy, very happy. And for everyone else that that gets to be a part of it, it's not a, it's not an easy task, Matt. I, I don't know if yeah, you I know, know so. but I, have, I have been back there a couple of times, and it isn't easy to get noticed. It isn't easy to, um, to stay noticed. It isn't it's uh, easy to, um, to to handle the pressure. Um, there is so many things that is not easy about being backstage, but you just have to know. That when you're back there, you have to have in your mentality that you do belong there. Because you wouldn't be back there if they didn't think you would. You know? So the potential I do have to, to ask a question. How did you pass as a Russian? Don't cut me off, Matt. I'm kidding. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? No, no, please finish. What was that? How, how, did, how did you get away with passing as a Russian? I'm sorry, brother, but you're a little tan. You no, know, I am the darkest Russian. You know, I am the Russian that likes to get his vitamin D. You know, in Russia and Moscow and and all those other places in the uh, great uh, Eastern European and the, and, and, and the part of the world that really doesn't see a whole lot of sun, they, they, they recommend you go to Tamboots uh, to, to get your vitamin D because, you know, you can't be low deficient on vitamin D. You know, your body will break down. You know, we are dependent on the sun as hot as it has been, you know, which is kind of ironic. But, um, you know, we really do need the sun. As a matter of fact, I have never looked so golden in my entire life. And, yes, that's Vidanya, Matt. Uh, you know, I can play Russian, too, you know. I can just <laughs> talk like this and say everything in a very calm and fashionable way. I will do the rest of my interview like this. How do you do that? Don't ever tell me what I cannot do, Matt. I have reached points of, of no return. I am the point break. I am the boss. And what is funny is if I put my pants down, Matt, I will show everybody who the big man in town really is. I've always said hey, one hey. thing, Matt. Big hoses, big noses. And I have big noses, and I got big hoses. Hey, you feel me? <laughs> I, am well, no, I am no kinda. laughing matter. I am the real we deal. We have to save some for July, my brother. 
We have to oh, figure honey, something for July. I save, some, I save enough for everybody. I save enough for everybody and anybody. Okay, darling? Just show me some ID, and you are good. <laughs> and you are good. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am a man that plays by the law. Remember that. I am not only a, 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 the founding father, I am also the mayor of my town. And believe that. I walk down the street to pick up the mail, and the gardener will say, Hello, Mr. S. How are you doing today? And I will say to him, hey, boss, how are you? By the way, the lawn's looking great tonight. And then I will walk down a mile and a half to go check out the uh, local uh, adult beverage stores, and they just practically give me whatever I want. Why? Because I am an honest man, and I am a loving man, and I am the goddamn mayor of this town, South San Francisco. (laughs) By the way, it's a nice, beautiful day here in South San Francisco. We're looking at 94 degrees, not a cloud in sight. Cooking, brother. It is. You know what? You know what else is cooking? My passion for the wrestling. You know, and and what breaks my heart, Matt, is you're a real guy. You've been around the block a long time, and let's cut turkey where where turkey needs to be cut. Why does Jerry Gigolo not have a permanent spot in a lot of places that are local to him, without throwing shade or names? But what is that Jerry Gigolo is missing from that equation? Because everywhere that I've been and every name that I've put my hands on and they put their hands back on me have told me one thing, Matt. You are money. And I know what money smells like, Matt, because I have a chunk of it in my pocket and I am smelling it and I am feeling it, but there is something that I am missing. And I know it because I'm a very open-minded man. So what do you think I need to help me get booked on those bigger, bigger, bigger shows? Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. You don't know. Mm. I'll get back to you. I don't. I don't. Back to you, Ben. No, I'm kidding. Hey, listen, my friend. I just, I'm just going to leave you with that, you know, because I have been in the ring with Joey Ryan. That was something that was on my bucket list in day uno, baby. Day uno, when I portrayed and I donned the Jerry Jiggler thing, I said I have to have one-on-one with the golden one, the guy that is independent wrestling. And guess what, Matt? We had a killer match. And if you missed it, it's somewhere out there online. But let's just say that we use the forces of the cosmos to try to take down the mighty talk of Joy Ryan. See, I'm a big man. But Joy Ryan, I think he was just, I think he was using enhancement pills that night, to be honest, because he knocked the Thanos gauntlet right off of my hand like it was nobody's business, darling. And it flew for miles upon miles. And it left me with my jaw on the, on the floor and my nuts in my hand. And I fell to the ground hard after I got super kicked with a lollipop in it. Matt, if you weren't there, you missed out on a money train match of the night that could be showcased anywhere all over the country. But unfortunately, we'll have to wait for the rematch somewhere, somewhere, anytime, anywhere, anyplace. Darling. Well, June is Pride Month. And... Yeah. What does pride mean to you, being just Jerry? I mean, you know, there is no label. The only label you have is Jerry. That's it. I don't have. Um, a, yeah, I don't. I don't live by labels, Matt. You know, I was born. I was born in a very, very conservative house. Believe it or not, my father was a hardworking man of three jobs. My mother, full-time student, and going to school to be a nurse. And guess what? My mother and my father taught me one thing. Kids, you're going to see a lot of stuff out there. Don't, you know, 
don't put a label on anything you see. And God forsakes that I've ever done that. Because to be honest, Matt, I love everybody. I really do. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I give everybody a little bit of my arm. I give everybody a piece of my soul and a piece of my heart. Sometimes I give them a little piece of my mind. And for the lucky ladies out there, I give them a whole lot more than just change. But Matt, I do. I really, uh, I really have to say that for me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's about just loving each other, man. I mean, what, what's so wrong with giving each other a bit of love, a love every day? You know, to your neighbor, to the guy that you don't know. Hey, just who, who, who do you have to, uh, to be? Or to say what is and what isn't. A bunch of, you know, old laws that were, you know, carved in stone somewhere in, 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 in Egypt. Come on, man, you know. We, we live in a, in a time where we have to be open-minded, man. You know, I have many close friends, many family members, and uh, people that are close to my heart that are, that are gay. And I just, I go, that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with being gay, you know. I love it. You know, I have no no discrimination towards it. I think it's beautiful. You want to be who you are, be who you are. You want to be, you know, you, you you were born a man. You want to be a woman. Hey, do it. Do what you feel is is in your heart. I have never ever never uh, shunned away from anybody that uh that is that is gay. And when they come out, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. We had a a kid um, at my at my school. You know that. You know, opened up to me, and we we he told he told me, hey, you know, yeah, I'm I'm gay. He didn't know. I was like, no, didn't know. <laughs> you know, that's cool. Doesn't matter. You know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, that's awesome. You know, and and he told me that you know that uh, that the Jerry gimmick, you know, made him feel comfortable enough to tell me that. And I go, that's cool, man. I said Jerry Jiggle will never, ever, uh, you know, think that's terrible or you know, look down upon anything. No, man, that's. That's not me, bro. Never has been, never will be. Um, you know, and I've, I've known kids. I mean, well, growing up in the early 90s, to show my age, <laughs> uh, you know, I knew kids in, in my in my elementary school that were gay, you know, that 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 were like, you know, I just, you could tell growing up, you mm-hmm. could tell, you know, who was, who was what, and it was just like, we didn't care. I, I think it's just where I grew up, to be honest, and, and it's a beautiful town, South San Francisco, and I've pretty much been here my whole life. I grew up in San Francisco, born in San Francisco, raised over there in 25th and uh, Penn S. Uh, also lived down over there close to the Cow Palace over there in Sunnydale, the Sunnydale Projects. And, um, man, you just you just live around your surroundings, and, and you can't hate, man. You know, what what happens is, Matt, this is the truth, is what happens is is that, you know, it's, it's inherited. You know, people are scared. And when people get scared, they, 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 they talk down upon it, they look down upon it, they don't know how to handle it, and, and they flip out and they think it's, a, it's not right. Well, you know what's not right is the mentality that these people have because they're living in, in, in an age that is just, you know, it's, it's unimaginary, you know? We are who we are. We like who we, who we like. We sleep with who we sleep with, you know? What is that of, of my business if I'm gay uh, and, and you're not and, or what is it of yours? You know, it doesn't matter. So I've I've never, never, I don't know. It's ridiculous when I hear all this talk about you know, you know, against you know, gay marriage. It's like you know what, dude, you just smoke a smoke something, go chill out, go hang out with some cool people, 
and wake up, basically. Let me catch you up for a second, Jerry. As as far as gay marriage is concerned, everybody deserves to be perfectly miserable. Just saying. (laughs) That's why you know. That's why Jerry smiles every night before he goes to bed and (laughs) says, "God, I'm so thankful. I don't. I don't. I'm not married. (laughs) It's just not my bag." But I. I am not against people getting married. You know, I am all about getting married. Hey, man, we need somebody in our life to keep us calm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury said, we need somebody to love. Find me somebody to love. You know, that is all what we ask for. You're happily married, you know. I'm happily everywhere, you know. Uh, <laughs> my my father's happily married, you know. My mother, kind of, you know. And it's just it's just the way... It is. There's somebody for everybody, man, and it doesn't have to be the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? It's who you want to be with. It's who you want to be with, man. We got. I got a cousin that is dear to my heart, and she is gay. And dude, I will tell you, there is nothing more cooler than hanging out with this girl, because she keeps it real with 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 myself. I mean, it's unbelievable how much you learn. You know, I mean, you know firsthand that. You know, I mean, come on. You know, uh, you know, your son is a is a wonderful, wonderful human being, you know, and I don't look at anything other than that. You know, he is a wonderful fan. He's a great kid. He's got a great future. You know, uh, I, 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 and 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 so what? What's the matter? Who he wants to be with? You know, that's that's his lifestyle. Look at the smile on his face. Every time I see his son, he looks so happy. I don't know if because he's happy to see me. Of course he is, but he's also happy because he is who he is. He's free. You know. Who wants to live behind closed doors, hiding who they are? That is no way to live. That is sad. And I am I embrace it. When people come out, I embrace it. It's one love, Matt. It's all one love. And Jerry Gigolo is all about one love. He tries to spread that message when he wrestles. He really does. He puts on that happy face, and he high-fives everybody, and he gives everybody the best show because he knows that each and every one of those people, they want to be loved. And guess what, baby? Jerry Gigolo's got enough love for each and every one of them, just like you uh, and, and everybody else. I want to just give you all my love. All of my love for you. <laughs> no, you too. Please. No, you too. I no, know. Done. I know. Give me, a, give me a microphone. Damn it. See, that's why I don't go to Damn. karaoke with, with Jerry Gigolo. Yeah, you bust karaoke. out the you too. You know, what's next? Uh, Millie Vanilli? I'm not going to have that. Not on my show. You know, girl, but girl, we're, girl, we're, it's true. We're we're up against it. Um, you have a big show I coming know, up uh, it, Thursday in the city uh, for Wrestling for Charity, and then you're going to Reno Friday night. I hate you. I you get to see the I Reno scum taking on the cartel of Vinny you know, Massaro and yep, Big Ugly. The rematch. The rematch. Ah, the rematch. Yes, the first match I'm was so a, angry. a complete, complete, complete uh, monster truck. You know, ultimate destruction. Uh, uh, um, Mad Max. Thund, uh, beyond Thunderdome type of yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Their second match is going to probably probably just just completely blow uh, the 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 lights out of you know Reno. But honestly, let me talk about APW All Pro Nevada. That is the spot, man. When you want to see Jerry Gigolo go the fifteen twenty, you go to Reno. I had one of the best matches of my career with the one and only the God of War, Jr. Kratos. And I will just leave you with this. He went home going, damn, that Jerry Gigolo, man. That guy can mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Bitches. Mm-hmm. 
But yes, yes, yes. Let's let's get out those plugs so we can get Jerry booked elsewhere. Yes, yes. Jerry's Jerry's going to be a couple places this week. He is going to be at El Toro Nightclub on the Thursday night for Wrestling for Charity at the El Toro with Poyle Del Mar and the whole group of Wrestling for Charity All-Stars. And then he's heading up to Reno, Nevada to gamble his life away as he does the does and he does the do for APW Nevada. So come check me out this week. And I will also be hitting the flea market and catching this guy Kakamang wrestle in uh, at Promo Lucha Azteca, which, by the way, I heard he's a title holder there, which is kind of interesting. That guy has got gold around his waist. Holy moly. Anyways, darling, yes, catch me all over. I have a Snapchat. I am at Jerry Bebe, B-E-H-E-E-H, Jerry Bebe on the Snapchat. If you really want to see how I get down, check me out on the Snap. And also, I am on Insta. I am on Facebook. I am at your mama's house. I'm at your daddy's house. I am everywhere where I need to be to get that money, honey. So come catch me anytime, anywhere, any place. And uh, by the way, Ali wishes says hello. Ali wishes the cat also has our Instagram at Ali underscore the underscore cat underscore. I know, isn't that crazy? Cat with Instagram. Go figure. And and before we cut you off there, Jerry, the wife Jessica says hello, and so does little Miss Oreo. She needs to. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing. She Send needs a pin. We got, we got to get a pin yeah. for, for a little Oreo. But once again, Jerry, it, it was a pleasure we'll seeing you. Uh, I'm going to oh, beg and plead and see if oh. I can get out Thursday. Um, you I, I really want to see you, you and Rick those, do your thing. Big shows. You got to get help me get booked on those big shows, Matt. You got a lot of swag down there. Put <laughs> your boy, Jerry. No, no. no I, I, may, I may go back way back with promoters here, but I, I, they don't listen to me. Ah. They tell me, hey, you're going to pay for the booking and the flight, but and then you know, I just hang up. Hey, I go to SoCal a lot, too, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. I got a big bumps and bruises show on July, um, excuse me, June 29th, and I will be there at the Bumps and Bruises uh, Arena with a lot of your favorites from all over the independent wrestling scene. Catch me later, darling. I got to catch a flight because, you know, your mama's calling. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. That was Jerry Gigolo. Um Okay, I just dropped the call. Um, we are waiting for our surprise guest to call in. Uh, he is not on the Facebook gimmick. So, let's play a commercial. It's the Brown Budsy, the lovesy dovesy, one and only Brown Butter. Matt the Man Man sliding me 20 seconds here to let you know all the sorcery that Brown Butter Wrestling is conjuring up. And it simply cannot be done because everything doesn't fit into 20 seconds. And you already know that Brown Butter makes everything better. We make merch for pro wrestlers and promoters who care about the quality of the goods they're selling their fans. For the love of the sport of stories that is pro wrestling. We sell that merch and more on brownbutterwrestling.com. Coming later this month to your screens, we're producing Shows Over with AJ Kirsch, a weekly pro wrestling comedy news show with videos submitted by you, the fans. That might be enough for some, but this is brown butter, and it gets even better cupcakes, so stay tuned. So says the brown budsy. So says brown butter. All right, enough of the screwing around. I'd like to welcome to the show the man that is responsible for the dopest t-shirt design that you can find at tinyurl.com backslash A-W-R-T-E-E. That would be Alternative Wrestling Radio's Dawn of the Dead-inspired T-shirt. I'd like to welcome to the show, Hollywood, Joe Killjoy. What's going on, Kill? 
Hey, what's up, fella? How are you? Uh, hot as a motherfucker. How about you? Like point, like Buster Poindexter once said, I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. I'm waiting for that sun to go down. I mean, dude, it's 95 in fucking San Bruno, man. This shit ain't right. It's unbelievable. I'm sitting here with a pitiful, pitiful fan, a barley soda to try to help myself cool down. And I'm talking to you, my friend, and just waiting, waiting for that temperature to drop. Give me five degrees. All I ask for is five degrees lower. <laughs> That's kind of funny. My wife went to the San Mateo County Fair this past weekend. It's on 98 degrees. But anyway. That is funny. <laughs> she got her Nick Lachey fix, but. That's, that's hey, that's what's up, man. Teach his own. That's hey, I'm I'm glad Nick's still out there making a paycheck. Hey, you know, Sir Mixlot was the big act this year at the county fair, so you know, gotta get that, gotta get that paper. You know, you can't. Let me tell you, all, can't always be uh, on MTV. At my at my job, I see Sir Mixlot come across my desk all the time, and uh, that man, he is out and about and doing as well as he ever has. So I, I I mentioned earlier in the show about the Britney Wonder uh, design. Okay, that design needs to be put up on brown butter. We need that shirt. I want that shirt. Which one in particular? The one that you just finished. Oh, the uh, the second star from the right and straight on to morning. Yep. That needs to be I put out it. right yeah, away. I, uh, I I'll admit that in my my short history of putting out shirts. Um, I, just let me throw it out. This was a totally unsolicited uh, image whatsoever. Um, I happened to be at a Hood Slam show, as I very often are, and all I had to do was kind of hear it on her entrance and spark a little idea, go home. I'm a man that likes an excuse to practice. So I'm not going to sit here working on something all day and not put it out there. So. I'm very happy you enjoy it. She's been well, good to you, me. Hey, there's, you, I've got a, a couple of uh, designs on the brown butter already on her page. So anybody want to go there and pick up the uh, Brittany Wonder bread logo, um, the Wonder Cap logo I took part in. Um, you can also look at uh, the other half of the Wonder Cat, uh, Joey Smokes. You got the Steve shirt on his page as well that I was uh, grateful to take part in. Now, I, I know you're not gonna you're not gonna say how many designs you put out. No, nobody's gonna say how many, you know, women they've banged in their life. No or guys, whatever. No one's gonna say that. But what designs have popped? I mean that, that you're like you go to a show and you're like, oh shit, it's mine. I I'm I mean, I'll be very honest. There are a few. There are very few that I've seen out in the wild, so to speak. Um, my personal favorite, and there's a guy that goes to every hood slam, but I haven't actually introduced myself yet. But I will, and he wears the glorious banana shirt. Um, I am particularly. I am involved in the glorious banana shirt, and Toby has been very good to me in the time, and I've had a lot of. Uh, you know, personal milestones by going there. Um, the only other shirt I've seen out in the wild is uh, the shirt I did for Daniel Torch, the Deathstroke shirt, which was uh, very nice 
it, it was a, a branch out for me at the time that I did it. Daniel had not yet been to Hood Slam, or I had not yet seen him at Hood Slam. So it was very cool to be involved in a project only to meet the performer after that whole situation was done. Um, it's been good. It, it's been a lot of fun. I've gotten further than I imagined already, and I'm almost, you know, I don't know if it matters to anybody but me, but that's enough. Like I told Flame, you got to do this shit for yourself, man. You know, if, if if you're happy, that's good. That's all that counts. You don't do it for anybody else. You know, whether it's, whether it's podcasting, it's pro wrestling, it's you know working working in a strip club. You're doing it for yourself, and you need to you need to get the gratis the gratification out of that, whether it's monetary or you know warm fuzzy feelings. You need to keep happy, and when you're not happy, then you move on to the next thing. And it, it seems that you enjoy what you do. You know, and absolutely. You know, there, 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 uh, there's a reason. I there's a reason I went with you, Joe. Okay, honestly, I like your work, and I'm not I'm not just jerking you off because I'm going to ask you next week for another design. I'm just saying that your work speaks for itself, and that banana was phenomenal work. Okay, and when I first saw the my Dawn of the Dead fucking design, I was like, oh, dude, blew me away, blew me away. And you know, being a diehard zombie guy, obviously, it's my nickname, and uh, mm-hmm. it just just was just phenomenal work. And I know you're not done. I know there's stuff coming. Um, this this new Britney Wonder shirt's gonna blow up if we're gonna get it to press. Hear that, Corey? I know you're listening. Um, if you don't listen, I won't play your commercial. Damn it! But uh, <laughs> so uh, you you've gotten you know some gigs to to do some stuff. Um, are you able to at least say who it's for? Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna put out anything. Um, you know, I like to say that uh, you know I. A lot of what I've done is what I prefer to call pro bono work, a.k.a. totally unsolicited. I go to the show all the time. I get an idea, you know, idle hands of the devil's play thing. I like to sit around, you know, get some practice in, build the portfolio, and hopefully make something out of it someday. Um, and so I just kind of come up with something. I'm, I'm really – I'll put it this way. I'm really hyped on – some of the newer breed, specifically coming out of the Stoner U. Uh, Great Bambina, I'm all over. I can't get enough of her. Um, Bartman. I love Bartman. I, I love Bartman. I, I can't. I'm a guy that rides Bart every day, almost oh. every day, uh, for years. You know, his, the gimmick is perfect in its simplicity, and the, the fellow puts in his work. I've seen a lot of Stoner U pre-shows where that man has taken a beating and uh, he's just getting better and better. So look to the new generation of people coming out of Stoner U and the Hood Slam area, and that's where you're probably going to see see the future of Killjoy Designs coming out of for the time being. There you go. You know, you have to start from the bottom. You know, everybody did. I mean, you know what West Coast did before he did graphics? I do not. He was a white rapper. <laughs> I was a punk rocker. And you then know, he designed um, his own covers, and, you know, and then, you know, it just, he he went to an indie show, and then he just started making 
flyers and whatevers, and now, I mean, the guy's blown up. He's all over. So, you know, you start from nothing, you know, and you just put in the work, and you be straight and be a straight shooter. You know, then, you know, you build that trust within the area, you know, then things will happen. Because, you know, graphic design is a lot like photography. It's a different type of eye, and each artist has its own different type of eye. And that's cool. That makes things different, and if you want something different, you go to someone else. And that's what's cool, and you know that's that that's my that's that's you know a lot of the respect that I give you guys, you know, that do graphic design, you know whether whether it's yourself or West Coast or uh, uh, Joey DeFalco out of Vegas who who helped design my first shirt, you know it it's it's just a different eye and it's cool man it, and it's a, it's also like a pro, it's like pro wrestlers it's a different flavor too it's a different character and a different gimmick. But speaking of, of pro wrestlers, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your favorite Toby Reynolds gimmick? Oh, I, I mean, first answer, I'm a huge Pujak, Mark. There is oh, nothing God, better no than Pujak. Pujak is only followed by the glorious banana. Um, I like to refer to Toby as the man of a thousand gimmicks. I know he's not there yet. But I am endlessly blown away by his his ridiculousness, and I'm I'm very I feel very lucky that randomly, you know, out of everything, he personally influenced a lot of you know just random ideas that I came with, and was very open and accepting at the show to come back and talk to hit him up on social media and all of that. Um, you know, I won't say too much, but he's my best customer, to be really honest. That list isn't very long, and the people that are on it are very much appreciated. Yeah, you know, he's going to die when he wears that suit again. He's going to die. With this heat, he's Let me die. tell you, it's, it's going to be great. I, I can't get enough. I was, you know, I don't know if you watched the last Hood Slam on Twitch. If you didn't, you definitely should, but uh, Drugs and Pujak gave the squad a hell of a beating, and I'm sure this thing ain't over, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of switch it up a little bit. We're going to mention you know, the main big company out there. Uh, what about our boys and girls on TV last night and tonight? Can you believe that? The, uh, the YOLO County Tag Team Champions, A.J. Kirsch and Dave Dutra, and then last night we had uh, Lisa Lace teaming with Mia Sweets, who's been in the business under a month. Can you believe that? Uh, we, we have all kinds of people, you know, getting looks at Sacramento and, and San Jose last night. It, it's amazing. I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen on 205 Live. Um, can you it's believe that, you know, away. all these different different talents? It's just amazing. It's, it's been a phenomenal week, you know, starting with – Manny taking the the battle royal in Saudi yep. Arabia. You know that gig for Manny. That's he got the I gig mean, in. You talk about he a title win. He got the gig in. Yeah. I popped when I you saw talk, it. <laughs> you talk about the title wave. He hit right there, and that tsunami rode all the way from Saudi Arabia all the way over here, and all of a sudden Monday Night Raw and SmackDown get a little surprise with some of the local talent. Um, it's it's fantastic. You know, I I haven't been in the scene all that long, 
but I've been here long enough to see some of these people come around, and it's it's really great to see it, and everybody absolutely deserves it. You know, for 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 the first time in a little while, the WWE is doing something right. Well, at least until the end of the week. But hey, NXT is still the shit. I'm willing to put that true. down all the time. Very true. And Manny's making TV, so you know that's always good. His, hey, his matches have been great. His match against Dijakovic was fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I'll admit I don't remember who he matched on the UK show, but uh, I was I was visiting a friend, uh, one of the only other people I know that have liked pro wrestling as long as I have, and uh, it's been very very fun to to hit him up all week saying like, hey, did you see that person on Raw on SmackDown? And it's like, see him every fucking Friday, all over the place. Yep. It's great. Oh man. It's, it, you know, it's it's not over. It's going to pick up again later in the year. There's more stuff coming uh, down down the road. You can't um, you can't stop it. Stoner U brings out fantastic talent. We have an unimaginably great scene in the area that gives a lot of opportunity to a lot of talent to spread out to a lot of people in a small area. And I've been blown away as a kid that grew up in the Midwest outside of a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of wrestling scene where I was. It's been unbelievable to come here and see how wide the web is for such a tight space. You know, you know, it's it, it, it still never ceases to amaze me the boom that we're in and you know, I mean everybody's you know getting put over from it, whether it's shirt designers, it's pro wrestlers, pro wrestling companies, podcasters, whatever. We're all, you know, we're all on this wave, and I'm, I know the wave is going to end eventually, and when it does, I'm leaving, and I told my wife that, you know, we, we're going to settle down in Oregon and retire later on in life, and I told her we can't leave until this wave is done, because uh, this is, you know, what what we've been building since 97, and you know now I'm just I, I you know I, I I'm a proud papa you know I mean I was there in the beginning and it, it's so happy you know, I'm so happy to see all these talents you know older and younger you know just blowing up getting booked all over the place um, you know I mean merchandise sales are are out the window it's it's just an amazing and, and I'm gonna steal it from from uh, fuck Bobby Roode I'm stealing it from Toby glorious. <laughs> Time. Um, lose the creeper mustache, Bobby. But oh, come on! You gotta love that rude changeover. Uh, no, there was one already, and he was great at it, and he's not. Just don't put him in airbrush. Let me tight. tell you, I'm, I, I'm a bit. Well, Velveteen Dream's got that locked down. You don't play wow. with the airbrush tights anymore. But uh, I'm a. Obviously, as you would admit, I'm a glorious fan. You know, I am partial to the gimmick. There are times in my day where I hear that that entrance theme come into life for no particular reason a little more often than I should. And uh, as a man that's not afraid to walk around in his own wares, you can often see me walking around in the street with a banana shirt with a glorious. So it's uh, I, I'm a big Bobby Roode fan. He was fantastic in NXT like too many 
he's been squandered for what he's doing right now. But give him however many years on his contract, we'll see a whole other thing. Um, there's we're moving to a new territory era. If everybody can just get their shit together and and trade what they got, because oh my god, I mm-hmm. I try to watch everything that I can, and I spend so many hours on a week on the internet looking at everything, and there's just too much. There's too much to follow, and that's the best problem in the world to have when it comes to the business. Hmm. Are you intrigued about AEW's TV come this fall? Oh, you know I am. Uh, I, I'm, I mean, I, I have a lot of hopes in AEW. I, I bought the pay-per-view. I was a guy that I very... I very much like supporting what I'm interested in, be that other local artists, be it doing something for local talent for very little, coming up with a unique agreement that works with everybody. Um, it's, it, I couldn't get enough of it. I, I, you know, I, I, hate, I hate everybody referring to it as like the new WCW because it already seems cliche oh. and it hasn't even started yet. But it it has all the makings for something fantastic. Um, the freedom that they seem to give their talent um, with all the stories that you read, you know, be it gossip, rumor and innuendo, as they would refer to it, that, you know, they people are still allowed to go out and work certain indie shows. You know, Moxley is an amazing example of coming in right off the bat and still being able, you know, it's a tornado right now. It's a tornado that will settle maybe a little bit once you start having AEW as a bit more of a permanent home on television. I like the two-hour limit. I think the minute... WWE went above two hours. There was just no way. You you can't have a TV show the same time span as the pay-per-view. It just waters it down, and uh, they just, you know, they just fill it with whatever. Um, I don't need to complain about that. There's no shortage of people complaining. <laughs> there, about yeah, the there's, there's too much. There's too much else to watch. There's no use. You know, I have a very close friend of mine that loves to bury the WWE. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Watch something else. I have friends that work for the company, very close friends that make you know a good amount of money, and they're, they'll tell me. They tell me all the time, I'm here for the paycheck. And when my contract expires, I'm gone. And I'm not going to let out any names because people don't need to know that. But there are people that in that company that are disgruntled. There are people there that are there for a paycheck. There are there that are trying to make things that are to change. There are some people there that are trying to wait out and can't wait for Vince to die. He's not going to quit. He's going to die in an office. He's not going to quit. It's going to be in a venue. So and when that happens... still going to take his opinion for another two and a half weeks. Yeah, well, the the problem is they have 58 freaking writers. I don't know what a writer is. I know what a booker is. I still don't know what the fuck a writer is. I don't know. You know, I, I just I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm old school, man. I come from, you know, the, the 305 on TBS. You know, I, I'm an NWA head from back in the day. You know, Vern's TV out here. 
So, you know, we, we watched wrestling when wrestling was good. You know, I was a I was a 90s kid, you know, a late 80s to 90s kid into the ECW blew my mind when it happened and that's when I decided mm-hmm. there was no turning back from anything, but there was those early nitros um the attitude area era before that, even after that, you know, I don't, I really, the only reason I make anything in this business is because I feel if I put nothing into it, I have no right to say anything about it. Now I've never booked a match. I have no idea what it's like to run a schedule. And so really I should just kind of shut my mouth and let them do what they're doing. It's obviously worked a lot. And without them, I wouldn't be a fan of wrestling. But I've put in enough years where I can at least go out of my way to say that there's a scale from good to bad. And Mm -hmm. the scale has tipped a few times through my life. And uh, while I'm a fan, a big fan of a lot of talent that are there right now, Um, Even people that a lot of fans don't like, I'm a huge fan of. Let them do their thing. The fact that they're slowing down at all right now is what's giving us the ability to have this resurgence in the indie scene and whatever you want to call AEW. I don't know if it's a major company yet. I don't know if it's an indie company anymore. It is it's what it just, is. It, it's just itself. It's There's just nothing it. on the scale. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I, I'm going to ask you the standard question that my wife insists that I ask. Do you have any pets? Oh, you're damn right I do. Um, <laughs> I, I have what I refer to as the yin and yang of pets. I was a 15-year-old black cat and a three-year-old white dog. I have a Chihuahua Chinese crested dachshund mix. Uh, George Rothschild on Instagram. Hit it up, everybody. Um, We can always use more followers. He's adorable, I promise you. Um, And then my cat is... she, She is the stubborn one that just will not quit. She keeps on going. She does what she does. And uh, I love them both to death. Well, you surprised me. You're going to get at least two follows more on Instagram now. My wife and myself. She's going to pop when she hears this. She's upstairs doing some baking with with her mom while I'm down here in my dungeon with the AC going. So she's going to be happy. uh, In some of my early graphic design times, one of the earliest things I did was design... Um, T-shirts and like uh, punk rock style vests for my dog. Um, so if anybody out there is looking for some custom pet apparel, I am not oh. above coming up with something for you there either. You know, my my wife wants to get a you know a, a little dog shirt for for our dog from the Reno Scum. And every time I see Adam, I'm like, hey, bro. What's up with the dog clothes? What's up with the dog clothes? And I also talked to Corey Brown Butter, and he's all, I just just can't do it. You know what I mean? I can understand, but you just can't get it from a supplier. And I, I keep trying to get Adam to do it. I'm like, bro, come on. 
Reno's gum shirt for my freaking six and a half pound chihuahua. She would look amazing. But, you know, you, can, you can't have it all. But I, I try hard. But uh, let's get out some plugs and uh, so we can uh, get you a couple more designs and, uh, and uh, you know, people can follow you on social media and, you know, watch your dog and cat do their thing and, you know, uh, w- watch you make a fool of yourself in line while you're waiting to get into Hood Slam. Sure, sure. Uh, Hollywood Joe Killjoy on Facebook, um, at Killjoy Design on Twitter. You can hit me up, Joe underscore Killjoy on Instagram. I'm very new to it. I'm terrible at social media. Um, so I have five, six posts on there, but some people aren't on other social media. So you got to do what you got to do. Um, again, George Rothschild. Uh, look for an adorable little white dog. Um, that's all I got, man. It's been great talking to you. It's, you're been, you've been another one. I appreciate uh, your patronage. And uh, it's, it's nice to finally talk to you. One of these days we're going to actually have to run into each other at a show. And uh, I need I'm a fucking Saturday down. off, bro. I need a fucking Saturday <laughs> off. You know? I, I, I've gone to one hood slam. It was at the Oasis on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, you know, I mean, it was the what was it, the '90s show where uh, Super Beast was dressed up like AC Slater. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. But I mean, other than that, man, you know, I just I can't fucking do it, and it sucks. I just wish I could. I just wish I could, but you know, getting up at seven in the morning. To, well, actually, now it's six in the morning on Saturday mornings. So I just I just can't do it. You know, I can't. Well, Please one of these days will come down to your neck of the woods, and uh, we'll see what's going on. Maybe this this next show. We'll, we'll, July twelfth. We'll July twelfth. Okay. Everybody should South come San Francisco. out. I I have tentative plans right now. Um, we'll see what happens. The stoners are booked. The stoners Always are booked ready for from some Stoner Brothers. From from what Always I hear, ready for some Stoner Brothers. The, the the rumor is it may be against the Rascals from TNA. That's what I hear. I'll take that. I'll take anybody yeah. against the Stoner Brothers. As long as they're hey, ready let's to get go, stoned. they're going to roll them up and smoke them up all day long. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about those cuzzies, man. You know, whether it's, you know, in the ring or training or just fucking human beings, man. You know, I, I'm going to watch the replay of the hot box when I'm done with this. You know, they're, they're great Living kids, in a world man. with very few true tag teams. They are, they are a gift. To the Northern California scene They're a gift to anywhere they go Stoner U Go out to a show, go to Stoner U Third Thursday Or fifth Friday At the Metro Wherever that is, check it out Everything They put it out I, I can't get enough of all the new talent That comes out of Stoner U And it just speaks volumes With what you've seen On television this past week well, Joe, you survived the interview. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get you a couple followers and a couple designs, and you know, maybe you buy me a bottle of water to show. But uh, it was my pleasure having you on, bro. It was fun. It's been my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Um, my first podcast, full disclosure. So it's always good to uh, do something new, get outside your comfort zone. We'll run into each other at a show. Maybe I'll buy you a little bit something more than a water. Um, <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, man. We're all in this together. Fucking let's keep making it. Doing our thing. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, you have a good one and, and have a safe uh, weekend. Have fun at the show on Friday, and uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Back at you, brother. Have a good night. All right, that was Joe Kiljoy from Kiljoy Designs, uh, the madman, the madman behind our AWR Dawn of the Dead shirt that you can get at AWR or uh, tinyurl.com backslash A-W-R-T-E-E. Um, we're going to uh, wrap up with a, a little promo from a friend of mine, Carl, Carl Stern. Um, he has done all kinds of audio and and stuff for uh, F4W Online, Observer.com. Uh, he used to have the, the old Dragon King newsletter, and he's a, uh, a historian, and he's a friend of mine, and and he he noticed you know that that I'm I'm doing a fundraiser for uh, for uh, AIDS awareness and um, he uh, sent in a promo you know for me to play um, before we head out and play the promo I'll uh, you can get our show archives everything that I've done uh, whether it's uh, produced for Fred Lazarus's Durfcast Durfcast on Facebook and Durfcast on SoundCloud. Also, uh, you know, past Alternative Wrestling Radio uh, episodes, all 34 of them. And then there was a whole bunch of, of uh, Rebel Guard Radio, which is what we were before my hiatus and uh, my transformation and rebranding. Um, we have all kinds of stuff. You can get those episodes at tinyurl.com backslash A-L-T-W radio. And once again, we are doing a fundraiser all month. All sales from our AWR It's for Everyone t-shirt at uh, Brown Butter will go directly to the San Francisco AIDS Foundation at www.sfaf.org. And we're going to just raise money. I mean, this disease has affected, you know, many of us, uh, directly, indirectly, friends, family, you know, people we know and people we don't know, you know, I mean, whether they're famous or, you know, I mean, you know, one of my favorite rap artists of all time, Easy e died of AIDS. And, and you know, I, I make it a point to, uh, from time to time, do fundraising. Um, I, I don't have much money, so I can't outright donate, but I, I try to go to my friends. I try to do something easy and special so that, you know, we can raise some money. So go out and, and support my show and, uh, you know, support the, the San Francisco AIDS Foundation tinyurl.com backslash A-W-R-T-E-E. And uh, before I play this, uh, I have a message to my son, Tyler, out there. I know you're listening. I love you very much. Things may be, you know, getting rough for you now, but we do love you. And keep your head up, kid. That you'll We'll figure it out on the other side. But I love you very much. And, uh, you know, b- before we head out to that last commercial, uh, I have a message for the Toronto Raptors fans. Y'all need to fuck off. You need to fuck yourselves dry. No Vaseline. Fuck all you. How in the hell are you going to cheer when Kevin Durant blows out his Achilles? The man is going to be out for a year. You know that? That's wrong. Y'all are hella wrong for booing at that man. I mean, for, for cheering when he blew out his, his, his Achilles. That's just horrible. You people in Toronto are not cool, man. That was not good. And also, the fans at the hotel afterwards yelling and cursing at, at Steph Curry's parents? How are you going to do that, man? That's dirty. Come on, man. I expect, you know, a lot better from you people. That just ain't cool. But you know what? Let's let's uh, head out with a uh, quick message from our friends at Wynn, and it was cool. 
Hey everybody, my name is Carl Stern. Perhaps you know me by my nickname of Dragon King Carl. I do the classic wrestling audio show over at WrestlingObserver.com and FigureFourOnline.com. Plus, I have my own website, a retro pop culture website, where we do a lot of pro wrestling history called WhenItWasCool.com. And I was over on Twitter uh, looking around, just kind of promoting my site and doing some stuff over there. And I come across an interesting tweet uh, from KZ, and it caught my attention. It said, in honor of Pride Month, all profits from the sales of the hashtag AWR, hashtag is for everyone t-shirt design, will go directly to SF AIDS Foundation, that is at sfaf.org. Let's raise some money for a good cause that, have touched, that has touched many of our lives. Uh, and there's a picture of a t-shirt there. It says, Alternative Wrestling Radio is for everyone. And I uh, thought, well, that's that's really cool. i got to know more about this. And uh, my schedule doesn't permit me to be on other people's shows or, or oftentimes have guests on mine. If so, I would have KZ on mine all the time. It's just the, pro- the fault is mine. I'm have a ridiculous schedule. But I reached out to to, uh, to KZ and I said, you know, uh, I can't be on the show, but I'd like to send in a, a file and, and just, uh, I got something to say about this. And uh, he invited me to do so, and I thank him for that. This really speaks for him as a person. I mean, this really says a lot about him to, to be doing this, and I think this is just absolutely fantastic, just one of the, the best things I've seen. So I give him two huge thumbs up. Uh, for doing this, what what do I have to, you know, what what is this to me? What does it matter to me? Well, I'll tell you what it matters to me. You know, I live in a state that, unfortunately, has gotten a a bad rap as of, as of late. I can't even say it has a bad rap. Our our leaders, our governor, our legislators have done some really stupid backwoods stuff lately. I am from the state of Alabama. And immediately, if you're not from Alabama, you probably hear this and you immediately think about what a hateful, bigoted uh, state we are. And I really don't want you to think that way about us because what our idiot legislators do does not necessarily reflect who we are. Do we have people in here in our state that are, that are bigots, that are homophobic, that are hateful, that are racist, absolutely we do. You would be foolish to say otherwise. But so do a lot of other places. I know a lot of good people, too. And it's time we stood up and we spoke out. It's it's no longer acceptable just to sit by the wayside and let things happen. Uh, One of the things I often say is, it's none of my business. I'm not getting involved. I myself, personally, am not homosexual. So it doesn't affect me, but that's kind of the point. Let me just hear me out. It's kind of the point in that, you know what, if two people of the same sex want to hold hands, want to share their lives, want to get married, that's none of my business. It doesn't affect my life at all. They should absolutely be able to do that if that's what makes them happy. And so I got to thinking more and more about this and uh, kind of talking to, to other people I know, other friends I have. And look, hey, the truth is, even in a state where that's really repressed, we all know people who are in same-sex relationships or who have different beliefs that are outside the norm. 
and they hide those they they hide that away. There's a reason it's called keeping in the closet because you're hiding out from it. And it's time for people to stand up and and, and take that back. Take it back for people who are not being treated fairly. When we see uh, somebody being bullied, we see somebody being marginalized, we see somebody being mistreated, whether it's because of the color of their skin, their religious beliefs, their uh, sexuality, anything like that, we're all human beings first. And it's our responsibility to stand up. So as somebody who is not really part of any of this, this really has nothing to do with me at all, I feel like it's time we stood up and said, hey, you know, leave people alone that aren't hurting you, that aren't, they're not bothering you. It doesn't matter. You can't, you should never enforce your morality on other people. That is just wrong. It's absolutely wrong. And quite frankly, I will say this, I think it is immoral to do that. Here in this very state I live in, I can't even buy a lottery ticket because some old people in our legislature decided, even though it's not in the Bible, that gambling is wrong. So therefore, you, Carl, you can't go do it. Stop telling me what I can do with my morality. If I'm not hurting anyone, and that's the only caveat I'll give to this situation, if I'm not hurting anyone, physically doing anyone, physically taking away anyone's rights, physically harming anybody, then what business is it of legislatures, of anybody, of your neighbor, your mom, your dad, your preacher, whoever, to get in your business to start with? Now then, there are people out there who feel a moral obligation for whatever reason, whatever their beliefs, to, to tell you, hey, I think this lifestyle's wrong or, or whatever. I will also quote from the same book they quote from because I this has been part of my life experience too. I I know I was raised a very uh very in a very strict Christian household, virtually a fundamentalist Christian household. Let me quote from the same book that you used to hate people from. You know, uh that is the the the, the parable of the the uh, speck and the beam in your eye. You know, judge with the the measure you judge others, you too will be judged. If it's not hurting you, don't be putting that on other people. I am glad that we live in a world now. I can see it changing. The change is not fast enough, but it is changing. Where even here, I never thought in my lifetime that two people of the same sex would be able to get married in my state. I thought that was just never, never happened. Yet through court rulings and stuff, it's uh, now they can't keep you from it, and I see it more and more accepted and more and more okay, and it never should have been a thing to start with. Never should a group of people have ever been marginalized to the degree that they have to hide who they love, who they care for. It just blows my mind. It's baffling. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. God bless you all for uh, the, the, the persecution you've had to put up with, even if it's as simple as you just can't tell a parent or you just can't tell a grandparent or you can't tell a sibling. That's, the world shouldn't be that way. And you're, quite frankly, a hero, quite frankly, uh, for doing something that harms nobody 
just because of who you love, just because of who you care for. I really applaud KZ for doing this. I think this is an absolutely fantastic thing. And, and uh, KZ, if there's anything at all I can do to, to help you further this cause, I'll be glad to. Uh, I'll, I will give a voice to this over on my shows as well and make sure they know about what's happening in Alternative Wrestling Radio. It is for everyone, and I can tell you that, that I am uh, KZ has all my respect and, and all his listeners have my respect. And anybody who's dealing with any sort of of uh, prejudice or oppression for just who they are has my respect. So thank you all. Thank you all for, for giving me this moment to, to speak. And, uh, KZ, if there's ever anything I can do for you, all you have to do is, is ask them. For any of you listening to this show, listening to this right now, uh, please don't judge me too harshly just because of where I live. Because I'm on your side. Uh, I, I hope you go all the way with, with your, your fight and your struggle. And hopefully in my lifetime, nobody will have to be ashamed or, or, or turn their head or avoid the subject of who they care for in life. I want to say one more time, give that website address, sfaf.org. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing you're doing here. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. It's been a pleasure being here. That was my old friend Carl Stern. Um, Carl, thank you, my brother, for the for the the sweet message. Uh, you're making me cry on my own show. Uh, it's the second time I heard the message, but I mean, you still you made me cry, my brother, and I love you very much. And I appreciate what you you and uh, you and the wife are doing with uh, when it was cool dot com. Um, whether it's you know on the Patreon. Uh, wall behind the Patreon wall, or or on the free stuff, um, pop culture, you know, needs to also need to be, you know, kept alive. It's part of our history, and not just pro wrestling. I mean, music. Um, I, I'm not quite as hardcore into Rush as you are, but they, I respect them, but not as much as you do, brother. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it was cool is a is a pretty cool follow anywhere. You know, their social media stuff and and their their uh, website too. Uh, they do comic book reviews. They have pro wrestling uh, podcasts. They have a heavy metal podcast. Um, they have a bunch of different stuff, uh, whether it's free or behind the Patreon paywall. Um, they have different tiers. I- I'm not here to, you know, plug his business, but Carl has done his his work. I mean, he 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 helped with the WCW lawsuit back in the day with the discrimination lawsuit. Um, he, you know, he's a certified expert in pro wrestling in the state of Georgia, and that's a shoot. That's a shoot. You can go and look in court records. That he, it's a shoot. He is a an expert, and, and I respect his opinions. You know, and and just you know, I'm gonna let you guys know this. I, I don't know many uh, many people know, but Carl Stern, his shoot job, he's a police officer. Carl Stern's a cop, and you know, he he's an amazing man. And you know, I respect him for putting on the uniform. I respect him for all the work that he does. And you know, and you know what? He's he's also a wife, and there's there's kids in the mix, and. You know, and there's other stuff, you know. Dude, he's a fucking cancer survivor, for fuck's sake. I love this guy. But you guys need to give him a follow, you know, and he's he's a good dude. And I I wouldn't vouch for him if he wasn't a good dude. Um, Yeah, let's, uh, we'll do a little bit of uh, housekeeping here. Uh, We'll be coming back in a couple weeks with another show. I have no idea what we're going to do. But uh, coming up in July, on the 18th, it's a Thursday. It's going to be the 22nd anniversary of 
the car shot heard around the world, Vic Grimes, Falls Count Anywhere, taking on Aaron O'Grady outside that world-famous garage in Hayward for APW. We're going to honor the late, great Mike Lockwood, Crash Holly, or as I like to call him, Lep, Leprechaun Aaron O'Grady, or Bay Area Wrestling Zone, Johnny Pearson. Uh, we have quite a few guests lined up. I have Steve Rosano. I have uh, Shane Dockatrocity Dynasty lined up. Uh, I have The Innovator. Vinny Massaro lined up. I'm I'm trying to get uh, some other people on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promote any names. It's just we're just gonna honor Lep. You know we're just gonna honor Crash or or Mike whatever you know you want to call him. Uh, he'll always be Lep in my heart and I miss him to this day. He was you know another part of me falling in love with uh, West Coast Independent Wrestling in '97. And those of us that were in that garage, Marcus, John LaRocca, Gabe Ramirez. Uh, Butch, you know, uh, and there are still fans that go to shows now that were in that garage. You know, that that Roland had something special, man. He put that fucking magic in a bottle, man. It was fucking amazing. We got to get that footage, all that footage out too. There's some amazing stuff, and you know, Vic Grimes, amazing talent. You know, he he had his issues, and he's gotten through on the other side. You know, the brother saved, and. uh you know, there's a bunch of people that that need to be thanked, and you know, I, I think it might be time to start that 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 Kickstarter. I think it might be time for a 1997 APW uh, documentary. It, it might be time. Um, I'm gonna have to talk to my wife about this one. Uh, we may have to just say the hell with it and just do it. I don't know. Hit me up on the social media. Um, I'm Kid Zombie everywhere. Kid Zombie on Facebook. Kid Zombie 2000 on uh, the. Twitter. I'm not sure what the fuck my Instagram is. I think Alternative Wrestling Radio will bring it to you there. I don't post much, but I need to. The wife told me I need to more. Uh, you can email me directly at kidzombie2000 at aol.com. Or the best way to get me is on that messenger on Facebook. Um, uh, you know, I'm either sitting in front of my PC or I've got like my phone in my hand, one or the other. Uh, if you uh, like what you hear and you'd like to be a guest, hit me up. Would you like to be a sponsor? Hit me up. You know, the rates are fucking amazing, bro. Okay? I I, I, I practically give this shit away. It's amazing. If you're a graphic designer and, you know, you want to talk business like I, I did with Joe Killjoy, um, you never know. We Something may hit. Hit me up. You know? We are definitely DIY, man. Do it yourself. We are a fucking indie. I am indie through and through. And uh, once again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh this is gonna be a long one tonight, man. Almost two hours. Um, but yeah, this was our our first annual Pride celebration. I hope f- hope you guys liked the interview with uh, Frisco Flame and uh, Jerry Gigolo, and uh, as well as uh, graphic designer uh, Joe Killjoy. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of get the gambit, you know, of of you know what what the Bay Area is about, man. About you know us being fucking indie, bro. You know, and congratulations once again to those that. You know, have made appearances the last couple of nights, WWE TV and those that are in the building, uh, getting a look. Um, you know what? Just be you, man. Be you, ladies. Just be you. You know, if it happens, it happens. And, you know, Mia, you're f- fucking amazing. 30 days in the business and you're on Monday Night Raw. I got to give it to you, kid. Props to, to Rick and Maynard over there in East Bay Pro Wrestling. You guys have done it right. Um Truly amazing, uh, you know. Of course, Lisa Lace, who's come back from that that knee surgery, still amazing. 
Dave Dutra coming out of retirement and doing his thing. And A.J. Kirsch putting on the freaking tights. I thought you were done, bro. But I guess not. So, well, that should do it from here, guys. Uh, No matter what you do, go out this weekend, support your local indies, whether, you know, your local SoCal, NorCal, Reno, you know, Texas, freaking Chicago, New England, wherever. Go out and support your indies. Remember, there's other stuff out there, not just what you see on Monday and Tuesday. Good night.